RadioInfluence.com. Hey, man, folks be thinking I'll be playing when I say this, man, but um, I'm, I'm top five on my discovery thing. Like, And when I say that, I mean, like, um, here in Tampa, man, I, I ain't trying to let it, if it's hot, I ain't trying to let it get by me. You know what I'm saying? She man, DJ Aiken, Tampa's most connected DJ, man. I told you he was coming when I started this episode right at the DJ Aiken podcast. Uh, Jay Watts in the building, man. What's happening, man? How are you? What's going on, my brother? Hey, man, uh, first first and foremost, um, I got the EPK. Okay. And thoroughly impressed. Thank you. First of all, I before I even listen to anything, mm-hmm. and this is this is what I want to give you props because I talk to a lot of artists about this, right? The presentation, investing in yourself, right, right, right. right. Because, and I'm a, I'm gonna put this question to you: mm-hmm. Is the competition fierce out there trying to trying to break through? Um, I feel like it's fierce when you want to be one of the best in the game, because no matter what happens, like if you're not at the top, top, tippity top, right, you ain't gonna be satisfied. Yeah, because it's it's like mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. Out it's there. real. It's a hundred thousand <sighs> songs released per day. So yeah, I don't even like to think about that. Yeah, because I because I look at my email right. <laughs> I look at my email and the amount of songs right. Mm-hmm. And and also too, let me let me give the people they props because I don't think people understand how important they are to even DJs like myself, right? Because I miss so many songs. Somebody be like, you ain't heard this. Right. They don't DJ at all, but they know because of the streaming services, right? And your promotion on yourself and YouTube and that sort of thing. They'd be like, yo, you ain't know about this? And now I feel bad. Now I got to go. Now I got to go research. Right. But they ain't going to beat me to Jay Watts. They ain't going to beat me to Jay Watts. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, man, let's, let's get a little bit about you, man. Um, Because, and, and I'm going to read this directly from, from what I saw in the bio. It's, it's like a combo of things. Like, uh, mm-hmm. this era's Bobby Brown. Sir. And I call myself the king of ratchet pop. It's like I, I it's like I studied Bobby Brown, Michael Jackson, James Brown, Sting, and even people like Bruno Mars, like today's current artists, and this is what I created. This is this is the sound I created from doing that. Okay. So so let's go through them. Okay. Bobby Brown. What what do you take from Bobby Brown? Um, his live show, his carelessness on stage. Like he just he Leaves it all on the floor every night. Well, from the, the videos I've seen. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I will say this. Bobby now, of course, he's gotten older, right? And mm-hmm. and, and, and his story's coming on soon on, on A&E, too. And Bobby's been through a lot. We know yeah. about the drugs and all this kind of stuff. But I ain't going to lie to you. Like, Bobby in his heyday of my prerogative, you look mm-hmm. at those old videos and don't be cruel and every little step. Bobby was giving it to him on the oh, stage. Oh, for sure. He, the truth about Ronnie, Ronnie ain't nothing to play with. Bobby was giving it to him on stage, right? Like, so, okay, so... So I respect that, first of all, because I think not enough artists are understanding how important that live show is, mm-hmm. right? Then you said, I got Sting out of that, right? So yes. what are you getting from Sting? Um, I would just say, like, his tone on records, like the way he picks beats. Sting's beats, oh, his voice always fit right in the pocket of the production. Every album. It was a, who was another artist in there? James right? Brown. James Brown. What are you getting from James Brown? Come on, man. Hey, look, I just want I just want the that, people that to was, hear it. That was the most electrifying man of that time, bro. Right. Like he created the, the foot movement and all that. That was him. That's him. Then of course you gotta choose Michael as well, but Michael studied James, so Right. Yes. And Michael was the king of pop. And of course Is the king of pop. Is the king of pop. Yes. And then you threw in some Bruno Mars. Yes. What are you getting from Bruno? Um I would say 
his ability to not try to compete with the current sound and keep recreating something else every album. Right. So I plan on doing that with my next project. Like the next project isn't going to sound like what I just did. So how did you get in? How how did you get into music? I, I'm reading your bio and and doing some research on you. You well, in, you're definitely into family. You're definitely into family get-togethers, mm-hmm. and and you, I gotta come to one of your family get-togethers. You oh, know, so sure. I just want to be invited because the fact that your family does karaoke still, yes, sir. Hey, All look, man. Hey, look, man. I, I just want to get the mic one day, bro. I just want to get the mic <laughs> in one of them, one of them functions. I, I'm telling you, my aunts don't play. They don't play. They don't play. Hey, will they boo you? Nah, they ain't gonna boo you. They ain't gonna boo they you. They gonna sing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then they, when you miss another, they're gone, baby. Gone, baby. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. how they hit you. <laughs> So so, how long? When did you start? Was was it at those family functions? Oh, uh, that's where I first seen it and fell in love with it. And um, we just had the karaoke machines at the crib, and I was ten or eleven. I yeah, I was like in fifth grade, and I started just recording on beatboxing on one, and then playing the beatbox out loud, and then using the other karaoke to like record myself and make a little tape from the karaoke machine. What was the first song you ever did karaoke? Um. I dissed this boy that I didn't like. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're gonna give me something like a like a Michael Jackson oh, song. No, or something. no so, hey. so listen. Okay. So I came up as a rapper from the age of 12 into until my kidney surgery when I was 21. Yeah. So I always knew I could sing because I made a girl cry in college from singing a neo song, and I'm like, "Why are you crying?" She was like, "That was." Beautiful. <laughs> so I was like, oh, all right, it might be something I need to do. So it was just me being scared to make that transition because when I say rap, I was straight like, I was trying to be like Kanye. Right. So to like start singing and actually like really singing, it was hard for me to combine it. So I just chose this lane. And uh, every since I did, that was one of the best decisions of my life. Wow. So we, so we, rap wasn't going anywhere for me. Right, so for it's me. still <laughs> right, so it's still heavily heavily into into your project and what you're doing. Like you still got some rhymes it's is, is flows, running through yeah. there. Okay, and so let me ask you a question. So when when you look at that, right, who would you say? So would so if, if I heard more of your project, mm-hmm. are we kind of like in a a Drake lane, a T Pain lane? No, not even. It's really like King of Ratchet Pop lane. Like it's on some. You, the people I name, you're gonna hear it in the music a little bit. And I forgot to say Neo. You hear you hear Neo in there too. Right. I got, I got a little history with Neo, so I don't oh. really like talk. I, cause Neo, I asked Neo one time about like a background dancing job. Okay. This is a whole so whole off the subject, right? <laughs> and and he kind of he kind of looked at me like, bro, like, cause he was cause he he had this thing about he only like sexy like ladies back then, right? And you know, I was like, bro, like maybe you Neo might have had a problem before. You know how people now they you can't be like prejudice against certain things right i mean i ain't want to wear what they was that's another story we here to talk about right, you bro because cool, cool, I, cool. I was getting off the subject because I, yeah. I think about it when he when he start you know when i start thinking about you know i don't want to do that okay so we got a new single out yes antidote 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 yes um my guy 12 keys produced the record he sent it to me um it took me a while i kept uh, he's like yo you finished with the song yeah i'm like bro trust me Next week I got you, and then it took me about a whole month. But I'll wait until it comes to me. I don't force it in the studio, right? Like I feel like people do that a lot. Speaking of that, right? Mm-hmm. Are, are you like? And I ask a lot of new artists this because I just I want to know how the process is happening a lot of times. And you know, like you say, back in the day, right? You you being a student of Michael, right? So you know, Michael Quincy Jones was right there when the, when the when the turn really came off the wall, and of course we got the history after that with Thriller and everything else, right? Mm-hmm. And 
the term producer, the person was in there with you and yeah. and and coaching you and that sort of thing. Is that what a lot what's happening with your situation, or do you also play producer and you that person helps? You know, is it a is a combo like they're coaching you through the window type thing, uh, so, or a lot of it you're doing yourself? So I was produced for several years, right, and um, I learned a lot what what and what not to do in the studio from that. So for this project, it was just me in a room recording myself gotcha. and uh, picking the right beats and everything. That's why. From that, from being around a producer for so long, you know when you're forcing something. Because when a, when, when a song just flows, I feel like every song, every hit, even though I haven't, I'm not known for any hits yet, right? But I feel like it, it was like the quickest recording ever for the artist because I've seen a lot of people say that. Right. So the song that got me the most attention, it took me 30 minutes to make. But I was mad at my girl because she was going on vacation. So it's was like, I, I made single friends. It's like, don't let your single friends ruin what we're doing. Don't be stupid. Right? I freestyled. It just came to me. Whole first verse. I did it in five minutes. I, I, I want to know why why I wasn't on the list to get that song, though, bro. I, I, I think, got you. I got bro, you. like... That's that's like a you know that's that's one of them ones that need to be on TikTok so people can <laughs> just spread it around quick. Mm -hmm. Don't let your single friends ruin what we doing. Don't be stupid. So do you do a lot of songs that that you write about come from real life experiences or? You would past, say 50-50 or... Past experiences. I love talking to people, hearing what they're going through, making a song about it. Like, we were all at STK the other night, and um, somebody's friend was saying something about relationships and everything. I'm like, you don't even know I'm making a song about this right now, so cool. It's going to call. It's gonna be called High Expectations. She started laughing, but I was serious. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's kind of dope, though. You catching inspiration from everywhere. Life. Let's let's go back to this other one though. Okay. Uh, don't let you. The, the, what is it called again? With the single friends. What is it? What's the title? It's called single. Friends. Single friends, yeah. right? So your girl is about to go. She's gonna go on vacation. Mm -hmm. Particular place, J Jamaica, oh, Bahamas. I think it was some type of festival. Like she ain't going to hedonism, right? You know, hedon. That's that. Nah, that's that. Nah. That's that. You know, that's that naked island. She's not going there. Okay. Nah, nah. Okay. But um, it was like her first trip since we've been dating. So it's like you know, and it's like all her friends were single. You're the only person with a boyfriend. So, ah, you ain't gonna be going where they going. You gonna you can go uh get on Instagram or something at, in the hotel room, like you know, right? Because they going they got different reasons, right? But she got a good group of friends though. I love right. I love my girls. Friends. So what it what did just, she think when she heard the song? Oh, she was sitting right there. She was on her way to come see me, and then uh, I had the first half done, so she had to hear me record diss her on the second verse right there, and she was like. I'm not gonna lie, it's actually a good song. So my girl's cool, yo. She's she's that's cool, man. That yeah. like like the the art is happening and she's right there with you, even though she's kind of part of the inspiration for the art. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the inspiration for antidote. Inspiration for antidote. Uh, just one of those situations where like um, like a girl that has high expectations, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you're looking for the wrong things, and like maybe the the person that you need is right in front of you this whole time. And he's going. He's he has the patience to take the time to build with you while you're getting it to the, together. Because right now you're toxic, but maybe I could be an antidote before I overdose. <laughs> yes, sir. You're poison right now, but we might be able to fix that. Bro, you about to have some Instagram problems. So I'm just tell you right now, <laughs> your Instagram comments probably already running all over the place. Cause you just. Look, man, I'm trying to help you out. You okay. need PR because because you're gonna have some issues, bro. You, <laughs> you're writing these kind of songs that making people have to think about what they're doing out here. Nah, word. And you, you got know. to. 
That, that, I mean, that's the way to go, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, I'm going to just tell you right now, you, you're cutting down on your intake of panties being thrown on the stage. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You, you're writing these songs that making people have to think, which is <laughs> which it seems like what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Is that what you go, you're going for? Yeah. A lot more than just the fluff. Yeah, a lot more than just the fluff. And then you got a song like Fireworks where I'm talking about a great relationship. Boom. You know, like Fireworks, a whole parade every time is a kiss between you and me. It's a celebration, baby, when we make love. A whole marching band is playing when we make love. You feel me? Because you can't always be coming at them. So right. You got to give them some smooth stuff, too. Like, do you and feel, that's real. Do you feel like, because it sounds like to me, though, your love for R&B is deeper than a lot of things that I'm hearing. Do you feel like R&B is in a, in a place right now that it needs some, you know, some strengthening? Because um, I, I feel, and let me ask, tell you why I, ask you, why I say this. New Edition was recently here. Jodeci was with them. Dope. Charlie Wilson, mm-hmm. you know, Uncle Charlie, right? And Anthony Hamilton. Dope, dope, dope. And you you just look at the four of them, right, and what their records have meant to R&B, right? These mm-hmm. records are timeless, right? That's why they can still be on tour right now. For sure. And... You know, nowadays it seems like a lot of artists are just looking to go viral. Everybody's so cool. Like, you're not that, first off, you're not even that cool in person. (laughs) Right. You feel me? So it's like, it's all right. That's why Drake wins and nobody understands it. He puts everything in the music. He's not trying to be super cool. We know Drake gets mad girls, but he's still going to talk about the girl that he couldn't get in a song. Like, a lot of people get stuck in trying to be cool. So you think you're here to help? Fix that part of R&B. Because I, because it, what I'm saying? Right. That's the antidote. Just be yourself. You know what I mean? But now, now we're at a space. Because if you, if I mean, if we're going by what we hear on Instagram, mm-hmm. everybody's giving you their authentic self. No, they're giving you their highlight tape. Man, I read a lot of Instagram, bro. They, they swear they're giving me authenticity. <laughs> nah, that's, that's every, for the most part, that's people's like highlight tape. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to ever get on there and be like, yo, I'm stressed today. I'm having a terrible day. It's raining. My tire's flat. You feel? Nobody's ever going to do that. Right. You barely see it. So that's all. So what do you what do you, what do do you you feel like? I know. Ratchet pop. Mm-hmm. Antidote. What do you feel is your deeper space in this R&B, in this entertainment game? Um, just leaving the mark. Um, I wouldn't even consider my music just R and B. It's a little bit of rock in there. Um, like I had a rock and roll song on Power Rangers movie. So it's like I don't try to stick. I try to be genreless, but still make it make sense. I ain't all over the place. Like you get the sound, it's gonna do this. Right. But yeah, man, I'm just. I will say I'm a genreless artist. Let me ask you this: just music. How do you feel though? Um, yeah, and I'm sure you've heard this, right? When you're when you're playing people your music and that sort of thing, right? Are you one of those artists that feels like, and I and I, I think you said this earlier, though, you kind of write what you feel, mm-hmm. or do you do you feel like that there's an issue with music too, where um, folks will come to you and go, but you need a radio record, or you need a you need a banger, like, and and I'm asking this because of a couple of things because you sound like to me and what I've learned about you from reading up on you, right, a student of this of this game, mm-hmm. right, and so do you know the Kendrick album just dropped? To me, I'm still on it. To me. And I've and I've said this on Twitter and I've told people to me, it may be the most important hip hop album of 2022. And it might be the most important album. And I'll I'll tell you why I say that. And to me, and I'll just say to me, because Kendrick spoke a lot about a lot of things to me Mm -hmm. that hit me as a brother first. You understand what I'm saying? Where he talked about things that you and I, I'm sure, could relate to just just on the simplest of terms. Right. Being a brother 
that we either haven't faced, have dealt with, or know somebody that have dealt with it, right? Mm -hmm. And so in in doing that, right, I've had I've talked to a bunch of different people. You know, you hear this review or this person talks about it. And I saw a couple of DJs say, Kendrick didn't give me any bangers. And I was like, I don't know if I listen to a hip hop album for bangers. I look right. for the fact that he gave me dope music, right? And to me, hip hop has become about I just want to be just like this person. I just want to be just like I just oh, well, I got this. So the AR says, I need a record like this. Whereas it sounds like to me, you're more about what I feel, you know, what I feel mm -hmm. and something that that, you know, that matters. Not always having to tell like a life changing story, but it comes from experiences and that sort of thing. Do you think that in music right now, there's too many too much of, you know, or even have people told you in your experience, man, I need this kind of record though, and I would want to sign right, you. So I would I'm gonna give you a perfect example, right? I like to move around and I got like that's me. If the, if we in the spot, I want to hear something. I want to hear. I'm going groove to. So right. when I choose my beats, they usually mid tempo, up tempo. So usually they kind of will work with some of the DJs regardless. And it's not even me chasing it, but that's natural because I like to move around. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but as you're saying, Kendrick album, right? If I go to my Apple Music, I was literally just listening to that on the way here. So yeah. Rich Spirit is my favorite song right now. It's a lot being said there. I feel like that that needs to be just played in a museum or something, bro. That was a masterpiece. And I haven't finished. I think I'm on like track 12 right now. So I got six more to go. Yeah. That man is it's different. It's special. It, it is, you know. But then again, I also think that your time is coming, man. Just, just from I what I, just that. from what I've heard so far, man, and, and I don't, I don't ne not necessarily just saying that because you're sitting in front of me. Like I actually listened to your music, I actually watched the video, and it's something I thought was dope too. Who's directing your videos? Because I, I tell people all the time that visual matters, right? And mm -hmm. I noticed, I was like, wait, wait, this is the same dude playing the drums and the guitar. There's a little something going on in this video, man. Who, who did, who was behind the concept for the video? So my guy, Nev the Nerd from Brooklyn, man, uh, I met him about five months ago, and then we finally linked up. I was like, bro, I'm trying to do a visual EP. He's like, what's that? I'm like, seven short songs, seven songs, seven short videos, one full video. He's like, all right, let's get to it. Then we finally started working. He's like, bro, I did not know it was going to be all this work, but we got it done. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, it was something I always wanted to do because I was always doing like a, a single here, a single there, a single there. I'm like, yo, let me give a whole short body of work and show me. How important has the internet been to what you're doing? Because I mean, you know, I mean, you, knowing your history, right? The internet didn't help a lot of these people mm -mm. back in the day. How how important has it been to what you're doing and moving around? I would say um, I started really getting some followers when I did do the song Single Friends. And that's when I understood, yo, when when you record a song that fast, somebody's gonna feel it because you didn't force not one word in it. Right, or it could be you got your ass caught up in the city boys versus a uh, 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 city yes, girls sir. battle. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the city boys is like we up, we up, yeah. right and the city girls like we need to holler at him, girl. Let's get in them comments. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but you know what it is? What's dope about that too though is conversation in songs though is, is a dope thing too when people start having conversations like you said I just like for it to stay respectable in the comments but I like banter like that to be like yo man single friends we gotta listen to this song you know what right, I'm saying yeah. like and I wanna get your thoughts on this you know cause I, I'm sure chicks probably be like you need to sing it to yourself cause they swear out that we go on a boys right. trip oh my god so, so a lot of girls actually like the song cause I didn't say the word girl in the song so it was like universal right 
So that that was dope to me. Like it was some influencers. I think Charmaine from Black Ink uh, posted it on her story. I'm like, oh, yo. But that's when I knew when it come from the soul, man. Right. It's gonna touch the people. I don't care if you got a hundred followers. It's gonna reach some more people. Wow. So you're moving around now, man. You're mm-hmm. on the road, promoing, yes, doing everything else. What's next? What's what's uh what's coming up next in the rest of 2022? I'm just working this 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 uh, antidote EP, working the visual EP, and then getting ready for the next one. Yes, sir. Any any ideas of going on the road for like a some some touring dates? Or? Oh, we've been discussing a college tour, two okay. college tours. So. Um, just wrapping my brain around that, getting the band together, getting ready for that, um, and working on this new music, man. That's it. I like to keep it pushing. Right. We're going to promote this project, but I'm, my brain's ready for the next one. Let me ask you this. Give me three artists that if you could work with, next project, in the future, period. Like, And they right. could be any genre, just three artists that you see yourself working with. Sting, Pharrell. And uh, think about this last one. Sting for I want to do something with Bruno. Sting for and Bruno. So you don't work with no rappers? Oh, I just gave you three, so you had to limit the list real quick to your oh, top three. All right, let's do five. Okay, five. Give me five. Baby Keem. Wow. He's next up. He's going. He's 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 next up. Kendrick's brother, right? Nephew. Nephew. Okay. Yes. Uh, he's. Uh, he got it. Like. I oh yeah. He I feel definitely like has his it. next project after Kendrick's project is going to be. It's going to be up there. Um, and J Cole. Why Cole? Sure. Huh? Just because he's cold or it's my why favorite Cole? rapper. Of this era. Right. Jay Z is my favorite rapper of all time. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Ho Hove is in a special place. Ho <laughs> Ho. He's in a special place, man. What What's the scene like in New Jersey, by the way? I mean. Um. Or are you still based in Jersey? I know you're from Jersey. Jersey's pretty. Jersey is pretty gritty. Well, I that part I know. Like that. Are they yeah. still stealing all the cars up there? Because you know, over um, in Hackensack and in, in that area, I I just took. I just wish Uber would took me over here a few <laughs> times. Because you know, I'm just playing, man. I mean, yeah, like the music um, scene. I mean, what do we know? Naughty by Nature from Jersey, Redman. Uh, I know Fetty Wap. There you go. Yeah, Fetty Wap from them parts, boy. Patterson. My mom. You ever seen Lean on Me? Yes. My mom went to that high school during that time. And Joe Clark was her uh, principal. Oh, wow. So yes. you know about about it. Yes, yes. She used to tell me all a bunch of stories about it. Razor blades in the mouth going <laughs> going in class. Yes, sir. But, um, yeah, Jersey. I love Jersey, though. I live in Jersey City now. It's beautiful downtown, you know. We're going to get the other side a little better when right. the time is right. But, yeah, man, I'm working. Dude. Let me ask you a couple of questions, man. I, I, like, to, I like to do this every now and again. Okay. All right? So, you know. Real quick, uh, you know, if you had to get rid of one of these sneakers, right? You had to get rid of. You just couldn't. You just like you can't wear them ever again. Mm-hmm. Jordans, Dunks, or Yeezys. You got to get rid of one, bro. You just can't. You can't. You can't. They said you got two. You can wear the rest of your life. You can't wear this other one. You had to drop one. Dunks. Really? Yeah. I think you're on a dunk craze right now. How are you just gonna leave Dunks? I don't know, man. Cause I mean, just, I, I'm you with just you. Keep I keep buying flavors of the ones. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't think they understand, bro. Right. Like so, and I'm never getting rid of Yeezys because the the they come in with some more designs. Like, yeah, bro, Kanye is just he's the goat. This was this was off, but this wasn't one of my questions. But now that we're here, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at an artist like Kanye and what he's meant to the culture, right? Mm-hmm. And then you look at all the personal stuff that goes on, mm-hmm. right? Are you able as a fan and as a as a person, as an artist, looking at you know possibly 
how your life could be. Yeah. Are you able to distinguish and say Kanye music and not be in his personal life or does it all kind of blend together? Because it was for a lot of people, you know, it, it blends together. It's like they all in his personal life. Like it matters with his music. Right. You know, what's your, um, what is your take on it? And, and even being an artist, right? Like having your personal life be so close, right? Because, you know, at some point you're going to be on a red carpet. Right. I see that. You know, at some point you're going to be at an award show. And at some point, your lady's going to be with you, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the comments, oh, who's this girl? You know, and, and then, then... y'all break up, and everybody want to know the reason, the backstory. Right. Like, um, man, to me, Kanye's one of the greatest people to ever do this. Um, He's... When you impacted the everyone that much, like, bro, you're not supposed to be just normal. He's not supposed to be normal. He's an alien, man. Like, come on. Right. Like, he's... Yeah, come on. Like... To me, Kanye don't do no wrong. I'm saying it right now. I'm <laughs> word up. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. Don't be don't be talking about Ye. Don't talk about Ye? Nah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you this then. This is my other question. Okay. Can you still listen to R. Kelly? Oh no. Duh. One hundred percent twenty dollar bill dub. We say that in Jersey when that means not at all. Not at all. Nah, it's dubs. One of the greatest singers of all time, though. I will never take that from him. But right, bro, you gotta man. So uh, the best thing I learned from Nipsey while being around him for a month was, uh, hey, bro, you gotta all you gotta do once you learn how to control your D, you're gonna be all right in this world. And he was like, and that mean a bunch of things. Right. So, yeah, man. I feel like if you can't do that and you don't know how to control it, keep it contained. Hey, man. You just, you but you're still one of the greatest singers of all time. No, and and I, and I, and because we've had this discussion on my podcast right. too, right? We've, we've talked about like what R. Kelly essentially meant to like R&B, right? And right. even like, you know, there's been a discussion once Versus blew up, right? Like who could R. Kelly, if he could ever be in a Versus and the things that he did, he did to himself. Like that's not that's not like we can blame that on anybody else. This is this is R. Kelly doing things to himself, mm-hmm. right? Like you had the world and you chose to do these other things, right? You know, so yeah. that notwithstanding. Um, but I do before I let you get out of here, you hung you said you were around Nipsey for like a month. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um so the studio we used to own, um, I was there every day, and then he was—he was so cool with everybody in the studio. He would stay the night sometimes. So, um, whenever he before he records, he's always reading a book. He'd be like, "Yo, bro, what you reading?" He'd be like, "Power of Now," or he'd be like, "Uh, I forget." He always talks about this one book in an interview, and he actually had that book at the studio. So he was really that guy that's just sitting there reading, don't have the TV on in the lobby, chilling. Right. And then yeah, he actually watched me rehearse one time with my band. He was like, "Hey, bro, you keep doing what you're doing. You're gonna be great, bro. Trust me." And it's like, it was crazy. Do you feel like, and because I feel like this, right? The flowers Nipsey got once he was gone. Yeah, man. But I mean, Nipsey won a Grammy when he was gone. Like, before Nipsey passed, mm-hmm. it's like, you had to be in this hip-hop thing to really even know Nipsey, right? It's right, like nobody yeah. knew. Now, all of a sudden, as soon as he passed, people were like in L.A., right, going to the store. Mm-hmm. Everybody had an Instagram picture. People I know that barely even had been to L.A. in their life made sure that they went to the marathon, right? They right. made sure they went there. Do you feel like like our culture is doing it wrong? We're, you know what I'm saying? Like we're not showing the appreciation for people like him. Because think about it. Nipsey, the music was still growing. Mm-hmm. 
but what else he was doing for the culture? You know right. what I'm saying? Like the lessons he was giving out, the gems he was giving out about ownership, about what they were doing out there. And even though the music wasn't selling, he wasn't the super record seller, right? right. I think we were missing that. You know what the problem is? You got to think about it. When you're on IG, you're looking for something funny. You're looking for, like, not everyone, but for, for the most part, you're looking to laugh. Or you're ah. looking at hip-hop beef or something. You're looking, at, you're looking for all negativity outside right. of, like, comedy. So when, when, you, when a person's doing a bunch of positive stuff, it just doesn't get the light. It's boring, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's like, it just sucks. Because, like, you... Once he passed, everybody noticed that, but he'd been doing it, and that was really him. You right. know what I'm saying? So, that's all. Yeah. Dope, man. I, I appreciate you stopping through, man. And uh, like I said, man, um, much success. We got the Antidote sing single out right yes, now. Sir. The EP is out as well. EP, visual EP is out. YouTube.com, TV. So, you moving. Yes, sir. Any other plans, acting, anything like that? I definitely want to be in a new Blade. Because I always wanted to be in Blade since I was a kid. I don't know who to talk to, but I would cry if I can't get in that movie. So you want to be in Blade or you want to be Blade? Oh, they already casted someone for Blade, but he could have a brother or a son or something. So somebody need to figure it out. Somebody. Come on. Marvel, please. <laughs> so you're, you're a Marvel guy too? I'm a everything guy. If it like um, I wouldn't say I was like a Marvel or um, what's the other one? DC? Right type of guy, I wouldn't pick either one. Like they both had good movies. Favorite Marvel movie? Ooh, Do this right, bro. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Oh, okay, I take yeah. that. Because somebody tried to tell. I, it took me three years to watch it. Though. I don't know why. And then I caught it. I was like, "Yo, this is fire!" People are trying to tell me right now that Doctor Strange is the new. That's no. First, they tried to say Spider Man was the best Marvel movie ever. The new one? It, come on, bro. Don't do it. Don't. Do I ain't it. gonna lie. That that new Spider Man, bro. The last one that came out. Yes, yes, it was good, but it wasn't the best. But look, bro, bro, I just met you, man. Don't do that. Don't do bro, that here, bro. Wait, wait, Like, wait. you're making this feel like, it's starting to feel like a domino game, bro. And you know how brothers get with dominoes. It's starting to feel like a domino game, Wait, bro. I got one thing to okay, say. Okay, go ahead, bro. He had to give up his girl at the end, man. She don't even know who he is. That doesn't make it the best Marvel Sacrifice. movie ever. Nah, it had all the Spider-Mans, bro. Man, like Tony, Tony died in the end game. Iron Man. We lost Iron Man in Endgame. All right, so I'll give you Endgame, then I well, then we'll do Spider Man. He just he did die. He did sacrifice. Him. Yeah, <laughs> we, I, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. That's that's more deep than losing your shorty. All right, cool. You got it. I'm just saying. We're on the same page now. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> My man Jay Watts in the building, man. How yes, can they, how can they find you, man, on social media? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Um, all social platforms at I am Jay Watts, letter I, letter M, J A Y W A T T S, because people always think it's I am. Right. And of course, the single once again. Yes, the single's Antidote. The Antidote EP and Visual EP is out right now, and you can watch the Visual EP on YouTube backslash Jay Watts TV. And your music is on all streaming services. All DSPs, baby. And you're going to be on the road soon. And I'm on the road. I'm just moving around. You might catch me in your city doing. A podcast or something. Okay, but you're working on college tour as well. <laughs> yes, too. yes. I'm, saying, I'm thinking people want to see that show, bro. Mm -hmm. If you making like if you got chicks that was crying back in the day, I, I got just, you. I just want to go to. You know why I want to go to your show too? Because mm -hmm. now I know you got a girl, right? Yeah. So you know you could do but make them cry. Because after that, then I got I got I got to be nice. You then, see? Yeah. Then I just introduce you. <laughs> and I ain't gonna sing. Everybody wins. I ain't gonna sing, but hey, you need a drink. Mm hmm. Rub a little back in the club. <laughs> you know, I, I'm back rub. Yes, I got, sir. I got you, bro. You need a wingman. Yep. I'm not sure if I'm the perfect guy. Lemon pepper. 
Boom. See how blade, <laughs> see how you could be blade, little brother? Yeah. I put some shades on too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Watts in the building, man. It's your man, DJ Aiken, man. I appreciate you stopping through, man. Yes, Much success, yes, man. Sir. And uh, um, Same to you, man. Don't forget me when you extra blow, too, because oh, I, I just want to come on stage. We're right back. Okay. And you got to be my wingman anyway, bro. I'm going to just pass everybody off to you. That's that's how we gonna do it. Hey man, picture me with the shades. Picture me rolling, cause that's where that's where I'm gonna be at, man. On the road, I got some dance steps too, bro. Like, nah, I'm out, man. <laughs> Jay Watts, <laughs> yes, I appreciate sir. you once again, man. Steve Aiken, man. The podcast is here, all streaming platforms, man. Wherever you get your podcast fix, podcast fix, I should say. All right, man. And I'm hoping to have this brother come back through again, man. Next project as well. And uh, so what we do here, man. I holla. <laughs> all right, people.